Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. tracking their way through Barovia in order to make a trip north to the uh, to Mount Baratok to try to find the mage there. Uh, upon coming across a strange arcane warping in the face of the cliff face of the mountain uh, the the party were Greeted, for want of a better word, by a uh, bald, goateed, curmudgeonly uh, old man uh, who Exley would certainly recognize as Morden Canaan. So, and as he exited the uh, the portal that Sevia recognized as the threshold to a uh, magnificent mansion, uh, he complained of uh, not being able to get quiet. So. And that is where we pick up. So who are you then? Exley is going to step forward at this point um, and is going to give a subtle head nod uh, as subtle as a warforged can be <laughs> it is good to see you alive 42 you managed to survive as did you yes I took a bit of a tumble but it takes more than that for the old devil to deal with me. I've fought much greater foes than that one. But, uh... Just took me by surprise, is all. So, you're... Hello. Uh, my name is... Sevia, this is Fall, Conrad, and Beatrice. She, like, points at everyone. She's still, like, bouncing really excitedly. And she's like, ah, so you're the, you're the mage that Exley has been, has been looking for. Yes, I'm Mordenkainen, archmage from the world of Orth. Oh, she, like, can just... 
Oh, fangirling is the only word for it. Um, but she's trying to be cool. Uh, you, uh, yes, I, I recognized your magic. Um, it's, it's really, the work you do is, is astonishing. Uh, how did you end up in Barovia? I study balance. Tis, uh, the focus of mine. And I saw, I heard tales of this demi-plane uh, and thought that it needed setting right. It was not until I got here that I realized that setting things right would be the only way to actually leave. Yes, uh, we rather swiftly came to that realization as well, although we um, didn't know about Barovia until we got here. Truth be told, um, I only heard about it in Legends, really, as a child, so... Um... Uh... And she just looks desperately around at the rest of the group. <laughs> All right, so... just cut. What have you been doing while you were here? Uh, Conrad, what were you? Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all good. Huh. Oh. Uh, we have been, uh, well, uh, a, a lot of things have happened to us in the past uh, uh, three or four days, but uh, mostly we have been trying to... Uh, work out ourselves a way to alleviate the curses on this land via uh, defeating Strahd. And how do you anticipate doing that? She looks around at the others like, I know this is Exley's friend and I'm fangirling, but do we tell him about the prophecy? Noticing the tension in the room. Um, in the forest. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the, the non-room that we're in. Uh, Exley is going to, um, after sort of looking at Sevia and seeing that the one who normally talks isn't currently talking, uh, will say, we were hoping that you would assist us in that regard. Hoping that I would assist. Uh... Well, I take it, Exley, that these folk are a little more capable than the average Barovian. They have their uses. Of course. Of course. Right, what do you do? Spit it out, what do you do? Uh, I, I, I am a wizard in student, um, <laughs> ha, um, and she looks around at the others to see if they're going to introduce themselves at all. <laughs> His face this entire time is stern. 
Excellent. So um, capabilities is what we're talking about, yes? Well, so as you can see, she talks a lot. She's good at some magic. I presume you're good at more magic. Uh, and Conrad, of course, as Sevia so wonderfully introduced me. Um, you, of course, know 42. Um, Paul there is um, quite skilled in martial arts. And Beatrice, the raven folk, is an accomplished hunter, bows woman, and um, has some skill with knives. My <laughs> capabilities are in combat in general and some subterfuge. Um, I prefer to do most kinds of sword play, although I am quite handy in a scrap as well. So if you're looking at capabilities, that's about the sum of it. The entire time, the entire time uh, Conrad has been speaking, Beatrice has been like mimicking him, making fun of the way he, he speaks and, and uh, his uh, gestures. Fall is like tense in this, like it feels this moment to be very tense, but they kind of like back a bit away out of Conrad's like slight of vision to like kind of like put the head in their mouth, like stiff a little laugh. I also like to think that I command a great deal of respect in uh, the group I uh, travel with. You clearly enjoy thinking that, yes. I beg your pardon. I'm simply saying you clearly enjoy uh, the delusion you have set yourself in that you have a great amount of respect amongst your allies. He turns around both in like a what the fuck are you guys doing and a like I'm so unconscionably angry at this, at this moment suddenly and I'm going to turn away at this precise moment so he kind of just whirls around to like glare at you guys on behind him. I assume you're not now no longer doing the uh, No, uh, Comrade is a, a well-trusted leader. Trust and respect are two different things. <laughs> yes, well, uh, <laughs> uh, well, yes, so we found Exley, um, yes. Evidently. Yes, uh, only recently, um, two days, uh, Okay, as a player, like yesterday or the day before? It was one the day, day before. Yeah. One yes. day. Oh, yeah, yesterday. So, yeah, because it's been one rest. I've had one sleep. Yes. We we met up with Exley yesterday, and then uh, since then, we have been working uh, on a prophecy sent forth by, set forth by the Mointier, because uh, that is, at the moment, our best lead on doing anything against Strahd. So that's what we have been doing. <laughs> and has this prophecy proved fruitful at all, or has it proved a wild goose chase? We've found half the things we need, uh, including um, oh, Esmeralda over there. I forgot to introduce Esmeralda. Um, Hello. Sorry. And then... Uh, <laughs> We also have um, this, and she pulls out the 
amulet. Didn't, didn't Esmeralda stay back with the cart? I thought we left the cart. I believe we left the cart, but Esmeralda, the two skeletons and the zombie came with us. Okay. Yeah. And they are just <laughs> sort of right. hiding in the shadows. <laughs> now, which of you is the necromancer? Is that you, young lady? No, 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 no. It's Exley. That would be me. Interesting. In our time apart, I have learned a new appreciation for a different strand of magic. Interesting. So, Mage, what is your specialization in magic? Uh, I, I... Uh, excuse me while I remember what my thing was. Uh, uh, specifically, um, evocation. Crude, but effective. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, Kenku, that would be handy. Are any of you equipped with magical weapons or defenses? Because I take it Sevier here will be, uh, will be capable of holding her own, uh, and doing, doing things that will actually impact some of the creatures here in Barovia, but, uh, I don't know about the rest of you. We can do, uh, minor illusions. Conway and I have, uh, been equipped with such weapons. Of course. I have the ability to as well. Wonderful. And Conrad? As Beatrice said, I have a weapon that has been tempered, that I believe was given to us by Van Richten, if you are familiar with him, um, as a gift for to do that much with, but I believe as long as we have the base tools, then at least staying alive, well, it has been afforded of us so far, so we have done well at, to, to, to this degree to yes of course uh, and you Esmeralda um, I have some uh, silvered weapons and the like uh, for shape changes and I also have uh, uh, a number of spells at my disposal as well good uh you seem a bit more uh, utility-minded, looking at what you've got on your person. A little, but I've got some uh, offensive punch if I need it, too. All right. And what is it you want with me? Well, Go on, spit it out. You've you've sought me sought me out. Well, so you clearly they wanted to locate you. Yes, so. this whole side mission to find you has been uh, Exley's idea. In my travels, I found something that belonged to you. I 
thought it would assist you if it was returned, and I pull out the spell book. Um, everyone roll me an insight check. <gasps> That's a natural one from Sevia, baby. Ooh. With my insight oh, makes no. it a CV is too busy fangirling. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. 21. 21. 10. Wow. 10. 24. Oh, 24. nice. 13 for Conrad. 13. Okay, so Beatrice and Exley, you pick up that, like, there, there's... There's been a sort of, like... He's clearly been been putting on a very stern face uh, this entire time. Um, but at the presentation of the spell book, um, you see the the kind of uh, flicker of an almost relieved smile start um, before before he kind of reins it in very quickly like a micro expression um and you can almost see a little more like a little glimmer of hope return to his eyes um and was there anything else by this book where you found it this was all that i found where did you find it I was, after the battle, I was wandering around, trying to find out what to do next, and I managed to stumble across it at the base of the hill. At the base of the hill. Hopefully... Hopefully that means the staff isn't too far from there. Staff? I brought my uh, primary focus, my staff here. Oh. And uh, it and my book were lost to me when I fell off the the uh, waterfall. In the aftermath of my battle with Strahd. Dear. I've been able to, uh... To craft and salvage some things. And, of course, I have certain, uh... Certain material components with me. But, uh... I were to regain possession of my staff then I might actually be able to go up against Strahd again, and with the help of more capable folks such as yourself, then there might actually be a chance this time. Sevia looks a little bit too delighted that he called her competent. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, um, that would be incredibly helpful. I can't imagine not having my focus with me. Um, are, are you saying that your staff is somewhere near Strahd's castle? 
Well, I cannot say for certain, but uh, sounds like if Exley found it where he says he found it, then it can't have gotten too far. Somewhere by the base of the hill, and the, it wouldn't be too far from the uh, the waters. Uh, but I cannot say for certain. Hmm. Why haven't you um had a look through it already? If there's a chance it's just lying where it was, then wouldn't you at least check? And risk the threats of Barovia alone? When I have already gotten the attention of Strad. Do you I... really think that 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 vampire would allow me to retrieve the thing that would return me as a threat to him? No, uh, I don't think so, and um, if that's the line of logic that we're going with, then I'd imagine that Strahd would have it hidden somewhere uh, quite safe from you. Absolutely. If he has managed to get his hands on it, then no doubt. However, the spellbook is a start. I've been trapped with a... with a specific arsenal of spells without it. Uh, I have unfortunately not had the resources here or the materials to try to craft a new one and uh, utilize my memory to uh, create any sort of makeshift spell book, but uh, with this I at least have some uh, some of my capabilities expanded upon. As a player, I want to mm -hmm. ask, because Sevia would know this, but I do not. Can wizards make new focuses when old ones are lost? Focuses, yes. And spellbooks, too, yes. Yeah, um, but, but, like, you know, if we found a shiny enough rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so the way he's speaking about this... Uh, actually, roll me... Roll me an insight check. Okay. This is just for Sevia because this is based on information that she, only she really would be able to glean. Insight makes that an 18. Yeah, so, so based on what he's saying, it does sound like this is probably more than just your standard run-of-the-mill focus. This isn't yeah. just... It's it's not just a um, replacement for material components. Um, like, as he said, he, he has been able to cast spells through the use of having material other components focuses. and other basic focuses, but um, so, something tells me that there, there, yeah, there's essentially greater magic uh, 
okay. to to this focus that was lost. Okay. All right. Well, so it it speaks a lot to your power that you've still been able to produce such advanced spells even without your primary focus. Well, uh, one should never underestimate the uh, efficacy of contingency. Never step out of the home with only a focus or only material components. Always have both. Duplicate if you can. Ah. <laughs> Well, now I feel woefully underprepared, but when haven't I here in Barovia? <laughs> uh, you are young, you will learn. Uh, yes, well, uh, so I guess the, the question is, you have definitely made it sound like you would like us to... Uh, you know, as much as we have come here for you, we are now of use to you as well, as much as I hate that word, in regard to uh, defeating Strahd, in, in that you have called us more capable than normal Barovians. So I guess my question is, what do we do next? Because retrieving your staff, I feel like, is very important, but we still have things we need to get as part of this prophecy. And I'm not sure if we as a group or as individuals should get close to Strahd uh, before we have all the components necessary. Like you said, don't go out underprepared. Clearly very intelligent. You'd, always, <laughs> you'd all do well to listen to this one. Now, mm. it is true it is advisable not to... Uh, not to face Strahd underprepared. What do you need to seek out? Well, um... Oh my god, I never look up the prophecy before we get into things. Well, we still need to go to the Amber Temples. Um, because we are that looking... That is a truly dangerous place. Uh, Be careful uh, when you go there. It is almost as dangerous as the castle Ravenloft itself. Sevia looks directly at Esmeralda. <laughs> ah, that was not she, mentioned she to us. She does not seem at all surprised by that statement. Is there any information we can hear about this Amber Temple if apparently you are so familiar with it? I wouldn't say that I am overly familiar with it, but, uh... It has a, uh, particularly strong connection to the dark powers that, uh, watch over Barovia. Okay. It also has, from what I gather, a rather extensive arcane library. Unfortunately, without the use of a code word, uh, it is inaccessible. 
Sevia for a moment looks really excited, really disappointed. <laughs> How would we find such a code word? It's possible that it is uh, stored somewhere or known by one of the uh, denizens of the temple. What else do you seek? Um, I'm not, uh, Esmeralda um, might know more about where we were thinking of looking, but um, we are looking also for a wounded elf uh, who, who has a treasure that we, we need. Wounded elf. There are some elves who have who have uh, who live with uh, the Mointer just outside of Valaki. Yes, and this one, and she pulls out her own spellbook and flicks all the way through to the back where she's written down the prophecy. And and she just reads over it and she's like, and this elf is is meant to have knowledge of the ancient. So maybe maybe this elf is meant to have the code word to the arcane library. Just possible. That Ooh, she looks really excited that she has potentially made this connection, even if it's real or not. <laughs> um That or he could have information regarding Strad himself. Yes, um we really we were given the the, the prophecy in a certain order, but we have not be, uh, actually been able to get things in that particular order, um, because technically we should have gotten the elf first, but we we have not. Uh, instead, we found uh, we found Esmeralda first, so... Yes, um, we had um, something else to uh, see to before we could really sort of been dictated since then, the direction we've taken. Yes. Um... Well, all paths lead to Sickle. Sickle? Accent was that? Sickle? Uh, roll me an Arcana check. Okay, let me just write down Sickle for it. Oh, please be good. Uh, Arcana? Yes. Oh, that's my good one. That's a 16. 16. So... In the Great Wheel of the Plains, of the Outer Plains, there is a uh, sort of a central uh, plane of neutrality um, known as the Outlands, through which all other planes are basically accessible through the use of portals and various... Uh, doorways um and at the at the center of this uh of the outlands is the city of uh the city of doors known as seagull um you don't know too many details about the city itself but um you have heard in in some of your uh uh planar cosmology classes uh about um about the basic structure of the planes and, and the fact that there is uh, Sigil 
um, which which houses or which is which lies at the center of a bunch of uh, gate towns. Yep. I, as a player, have just remembered what sickle is because <laughs> I know it from something else. Why were we talking about sickle? Because <laughs> uh, all all paths lead to sickle. Yes, right. Uh, yes. No. So, are you saying that? Are you saying that potentially for us to get out of here, we can't go straight back to our home plane? We have to go through sickle first. That was not something that I had considered. I was merely using an expression. But oh. that is certainly possible. Oh, I uh, never, never, never mind. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, it, like, you get, you get the feeling that it's, it was kind of like, um, almost like all roads lead to Rome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's certainly, uh, um, well, again, I just, um, well, now you know a bit more about what we need to do. So once again, I ask not just you, but the group at large, where do we go now? Well, we've well. gone all this way. I think we have to ask, uh... What assistance this Mordekainen is going to provide us? I currently have no intention of uh, straying too far from my mansion. And, and you see him kind of looking out towards the horizon. In fact, um, come on in. I've been out here too long already. And he disappears into the crack. Oh. In, into the warping. Where did he go? In, in through the... See, it's... Oh, I've read about this. It's really wonderful. And then she also walks through. Uh, well... Uh, here goes. And Beatrice will walk past everyone and go in. <laughs> Exley is going to turn around and have a look at the horizon to see is there anything there? Uh, roll me a perception check. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think I need a modifier for that, but I'll add it. Oh my god, my modifier is amazing! Seven! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um... I'm guessing you rolled a natural one, and I rolled that a two, a, a two. <laughs> so still a decent modifier, but yeah, no, you don't see anything on the horizon. Okay, Fair. just the tops of trees. Fair. Um, <clears throat> I will gesture for uh five, six, and eight to accompany me inside, and I will also step in. Full <laughs> will like warily back away from them as they go in, and then I'll be like. Well, I love how we just, uh, how I just, uh, randomly go into strangers' houses now in this world. Cool. All right. And I'll pop in. Hmm. <laughs> Magic. Right. Yes. And, like, um, Conrad has been, um, 
goes to sheath the dagger that he's had by his side and then he just kind of like puts it in his pocket instead so it's an easy reach like okay kind of swears up his shoulders and then goes into you know follows as well okay um esmeralda and and esmeralda no esmeralda follows through um but the whole squad um so when you all uh step inside you do see that this is a fantastically uh, resplendent, uh, almost um, almost castle-like structure inside. Um, but it's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, stained glass patterns um, representing. Uh, you you see, there's two concentric, basically, circles. Uh, circles of uh, concentric is not quite the right word there's two levels of uh, of these beautiful stained glass windows and um, Sevier you instantly recognize one of the circles as being uh, representative of the uh, of the eight schools of magic um, each each of them with the uh, symbol of the school uh, featured very prominently around um, some sort of artwork depicting the, uh, the the some sort of effect uh, mm-hmm. of uh, related to the school. Uh, roll me an Arcana check. <laughs> and Beatrice can probably roll this one as well. Arcana. Makes that a twenty-five. What was it? Arcana. Arcana. Uh, I nat- rolled a nat twenty, and uh, that's a plus five. <laughs> okay. So yeah, both of you recognise the uh, the upper um, circle as being representative of the uh, the various planes of. Uh, existence um and floating up at the center of it is this massive um golden orrery of of spinning like planets and discs uh that that echo the the way that um the planes and the spheres uh shift around each other um is it the the symbol that was represented on his spellbook? It it looks very similar in structure to the orrery yeah. depicted on the spellbook. Um, you. Yeah. Uh, you all see as well that there are uh, numerous um, uh, semi-transparent, um, featureless. Uh, arcane servants moving around um and uh, tending to uh tending most mostly to uh to food um getting food ready and um keeping things tidy and the like damn my word this is something else Magic. <laughs> Certainly. Nice decor. 
not exactly like back home, but uh, certainly better than the rest of the fair in Barovia. Beatrice uh, nudges Fall and then rolls her eyes when Fall looks at her. <laughs> Fall does like a little like chuckle and says, like, yeah. yes. no, it's, it's quite beautiful. <laughs> uh, this is a wonderful um, match. It's beautiful. It is. Goodness, magic. Yes. I yes, you you don't seem to have a lot of experience with it, Conrad, but um this is <laughs> this is what I the stories I heard of, the magic I wanted to make. This is what I grew up with in my mind. <laughs> I can understand that. This is the sort of magic that I think would be most useful. <laughs> Tell me, Sevia. Yes. What are what are the extents of your capabilities as they currently stand? Uh, I'm I'm advanced for my age. Um, I I I is he basically asking what spell level I'm at? Yeah. Okay. I uh, in regards to what would maybe be um. On a curriculum, I uh, I am third level, uh, as they call it. Uh, very nearly fourth, but uh, yes, currently, uh, currently I I have quite a few at um third level. So this is still a little ways beyond your capability. Yes, quite a lot, but um. Uh, <laughs> However, let me let me confirm let me confirm when when I have a bit of a moment uh, what what I have in my travel book. It's been a while since I've been able to peruse it, as you can understand, and I might be able to uh, find some stuff that uh, might come in handy for your time here. That, uh, thank you so much. That is, of course, assuming that you have uh, the necessary inks and parchments. Uh, as you can imagine, it's a bit difficult to uh, acquire here. Yes, yeah, I picked up some recently, actually. Um, not a not a lot, but a, but a few levels worth. I do have some here myself, but I would prefer to keep that on my person. Oh, of course. Uh, but, um... I'd be happy to use what I have. Also, if you wouldn't mind if there was anything in your in your own spellbook that uh, I don't happen to have access to here, um, if I could uh, transcribe... Of course! Uh, how long has it been since you were outside of Barovia? Probably two or three months at this point. Oh, okay. So you haven't missed any of the conferences. That's fine. But yes, no. Um, any any spells. That's that's fine. If you if you have the ink for it, then I would happily exchange magic with you. 
and she just look I'm assuming Conrad is kind of the closest to her. She's just gonna look at him just like ah, so excited. Conrad <laughs> looks at her a bit mystified, but he still looks a little bit cheery now that he's coming to this. It's like he just kind of like nods and then tries to do a smile at her, like mm, good. <laughs> he's doing his best. <laughs> um then goes back to studying the like the like looking around at all the architecture, I suppose. Uh, Fall making a side to Beatrice, like, um, I think if we stay here much longer, I think we might lose Sevia to this place. <laughs> she uh, seems to love it. I I think you're right. And then Beatrice suddenly sort of starts madly patting her pockets and pulls out. A little vial of a mystery potion. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, I wonder. I found we found this when we found the amulet. Do you know what it might be? Let me. Uh, it looks like some variety of uh, potion to me. Uh. Yeah, pa pass it here and I will have a closer look. Paul's <laughs> just like, yeah, we got that. Beatrice hands it off. Right. Sir, so, uh, so I suspected this is this is a potion of healing, but certainly uh, certainly a uh, potent one at that. Um, so this is specifically a potion of superior healing. Oh, nice. Which is quite a lot of D4s. Good. Okay. Where did you get that from, Beatrice? It was in with the amulet. Oh, interesting. Kept that quiet until now. It was need the no information. No one needed to know. <laughs> oh, Beatrice, did you grab the uh, the vial of ink that was in there as well? Um, no. Threats. Oh, oh well, thankfully, Isma, I found some of these marks, but. So, let me. Question, yep. what are those things wandering around? The half-seen things? Uh, they are simply a uh, simplification of the Unseen Servant spell. Uh, restricted to the mansion. I see. They do your bidding? Yes. And, and like Exe's will... friends. Somewhat. Somewhat. Mine are, unfortunately, very visible. Yeah. Well, I think that adds to their appeal, perhaps somewhat, in terms of intimidation, so... Although these un-half-seen things are certainly interesting. Hmm. 
yes, there um there are a few of them around the the university back in Dorum. They less uh, moral quandaries than real servants or golems. So uh, ah, no, well. they're just they're just piles of magic, basically. I suppose you don't have to pay them either, so uh, no moral quandaries of uh, having servants that you have to pay or... Uh, well, to... uh, yes. uh, no, it's more the, um, I mean, technically you do pay them in that you're the one giving them magic to, to live, but... Um, giving them life, yes. Yes, but we, we are a university, there's many of us, there's, you know... Um, there are several real people who work at the university, but um, they're all wizards. They all like to show off, so... <laughs> Indeed. Yes. Huh. I never said wizards were humble. <laughs> Present company um, excluded. <laughs> there, I'm completely aware that there is a certain arrogance that comes with some majors especially once they get some modicum of power. Yes, whether that be magical power or just uh, degrees on the wall. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. Exley, just as an aside, looks around at the intricacies and essentially expensiveness of this man mansion and uh, thinks to himself on the definition of humble. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm detecting sass. <laughs> and I fall, I guess, make it aside probably. <laughs> fall goes to make it aside to Conrad, looks at Conrad's general being, thinks better of it, <laughs> says it to Beatrice, like, <laughs> yeah, there's a certain arrogance in um, making a huge mansion and just living it in yourself and not giving it to anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> this mansion doesn't truly exist. Sorry, I young didn't say anything. Uh, sorry, I don't know what I was saying. There are some silly things sometimes. To give this mansion to someone else would be uh, impossible. I can impart on others who have the magical capabilities to do so the knowledge to do it themselves but it is a sure no i'm sure that's how it works it it's all fine it is Don't an enchantment me. that takes up quite an extensive <gasps> amount of one's magical Paul's power just like, for the i will day. gently bully this man and it is <laughs> in no way permanent no it, sorry it's fine sorry She's just like this sometimes. You would be wise not to uh, criticize those who host you without any knowledge. Uh, yes, um, apologies, I... Uh... Clearly wisdom is not your strong suit. <laughs> uh, yes, I... Uh, hmm. Goodness, it certainly mm. is excellent being around two accomplished, intelligent wizards. I am really learning so much. I mean, uh, I personally believe Fall has a lot of very good attributes 
uh, they've proven themselves quite capable in a lot of real life situations where I have proven unable. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, I feel like this one shows a lot of capabilities, has a lot of capabilities that they uh, do not let on, shall we say. Uh, okay. Let's um stop with the uh let's let's change the topic of conversation now. Um yes, it is a lovely house, isn't it? I think you did a very good job with this spell. This is uh quite simple compared to uh the extents of this spell's potential. Simple. Yes, uh, simply uh, monuments to the uh, the plains and to the schools of magic, and a uh, few basic doors uh, to get through to resting quarters and a library. Of sorts. They do don't get too excited, Sevia. The uh, library is not as functional as it would be if I had, uh, had access to my uh, library back. God. Home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, sorry. I just, um, I'm a bit of a bookworm. I just hear the word library and I just get all. Excited, um, ah, 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 food. Yes, this the servants are preparing it uh, right now. Oh. There's, there's a uh, certain surface level enchantment that is uh, determining what food you would uh, best desire, and they are preparing that right now. Oh. We'll be ready in a couple of hours. In the meantime, you will be perfectly safe within the confines of this mansion. Good. No strad or anything. Only those that I permit to enter may enter it. And before I get any cheek from you, Teakling, it is merely because I cast the spell. It is not a feature of the enchantment itself. It is a feature of having been the one to cast it. Oh, right, I'm sorry. I'm sure that's the case. Beatrice. Beatrice uh, chuckles and then walks over to grab the uh, potion vial again. And tucks it safely away on her person. Okay. So for reference, and I'm sure I'm sure uh, you'll be able to find that on D and D mm. Beyond easily enough, but that is an eight D eight plus four. Ooh, Very helpful. Yeah. So uh, everything in here has been crafted by you purposefully, uh, sir. Of course, meticulously. Are you familiar with uh, running? Uh, bath water. Um, yes, there are pipes, many worlds. You know? Yes, there are many 
planes of existence where planning exists. Oh, good. Good. Do you have... I would assume you would have bathing capabilities then. Yes. Just through that door there. Points to the door between um, the... Uh, what would it what would it be the conjuration and uh, abjuration uh, stained glass windows ha huh. marvelous excellent truly marvelous good just <laughs> looks contemplative feel free to use the facilities I do have some basic guest bedrooms uh they are all, uh, if you go through, uh, between, uh, enchantment and abjuration, uh, there is a, uh, a corridor that will lead you through to, uh, several guest facilities. Excellent. Wonderful. Um, well, uh, depending on... Uh, if we're doing this spell exchange later on, uh, I might take second bath after Conrad, and maybe the rest of us can uh, settle down for a minute. Yes. Uh, yes. Quick question, young Sevier. Yes. Uh, you said you do have some ink on you. Uh, yes. Uh, how far do you think you could stretch that? Oh, uh, I, it has three levels worth of written spells, but since I work in evocation, I could maybe stretch it a little more. Okay. I will keep that in mind. Thank you. All right. Yes, well, uh, Conrad can go towards the bath under the conjuring window, and uh, we will go this way. Yes. Okay. Right. Good. <laughs> he grabs his bags yeah. and lugs them off to <laughs> the bar. Yeah. Um, As we're all sort of starting to break off, Exley is going to go up to Mordenkainen. Mordenkainen, it is truly great to see you again. And then Awkwardly, he's going to put out his hand and just sort of like pat Mordenkainen's shoulder <laughs> and then just sort of awkwardly shuffle off in a metallic fashion. That's incredible. In a metallic fashion. <laughs> um, Sevia is going to uh, go up to uh, Exley. Um, and she's going to be like, um, do you think that a spell picking our favorite food works for you as well? I know you can't taste, but do you have things you prefer to eat or that your wild shapes prefer to eat? I do not possess any means of tasting currently, but we could always try a wild-shaped form to see what particular food styles I would appreciate. Yes, that might be... Oh, I, I do wonder if it'll... 
Like if maybe if you were a, a horse, maybe you would prefer oats or grass. And then maybe if you were just a little, little owl, maybe you'd prefer something else. Uh, what animals do you know? I know only those that I have seen. And what ones have you seen? I have seen animals that are typical in the Barovia area. I have seen horses. I have seen wolves. I have seen dogs. I have seen many different types of fish. I could list the fish if you would like. No, 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 that's okay. Uh, have you ever seen something like a, a like a, a, like a turtle or a duck? I can transform into a turtle. I unfortunately do not possess the abilities to turn into a winged creature. Oh. Really? That is unfortunately beyond my capabilities currently. Oh, but you could learn. I can, and I intend to. Oh, that would be wonderful. Oh, you could be Beatrice's little friend. Oh, that would be quite sweet. <laughs> Are we not already classified as friendly? Well, yes, I just mean you'd, you'd, you'd look the same, and that would be quite quite cute uh people back home would get portraits painted of the two of you just to just to have around as a, as a sweet thing <laughs> okay please give me a second to pull my shit together <laughs> yes well um maybe as your magic gets stronger we can uh we can work out different animals you could become, including <laughs> including winged ones. <laughs> She's not laughing, I am. <laughs> yes, um, and then as we walk to the room, she's going to keep rattling off animals to see if you know what they are. Like a cat, a elephant, snail? What is an <laughs> elephant? Oh, and then she's going to go into very detailed explanation of what an elephant is. Exley is going to take in all of this information and be very confused. Yep. Sevia, yes. roll me a nature check. <laughs> and Exley, oh, well, roll I explained the elephant. And Exley, roll me an intelligence check. Oh, boy. I don't think it's technically within your capabilities yet. I think it's probably <laughs> too high a CR. Okay, so it just turns into this terrifying amalgam Actually, of something might, that it could might be an always, elephant. It might always be too high a CR. <laughs> I but, believe uh, it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be a 17 for Celia. CR4. Yeah. So it would always be beyond your capabilities. But me... What was what was the nature check? Seventeen. Seventeen. So actually roll me an intelligence check. I rolled a natural one, Darby. <laughs> okay. So so it doesn't matter. I was gonna say if you had if you had succeeded, I would have said, Well, you could probably turn into a baby elephant. I'm imagining uh, but... the way that Sevier is describing it. Uh Eggsley is essentially imagining a a weird combination of a 
a horse and a mastiff with an incredibly long nose and for some reason webbed feet. Oh, very Victorian. Yeah. He just didn't hear the bit where she mentioned the ears. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. And while she's doing this, she is also like, you know, picking a little spot in the room to like yeah. have a rest of some description. We've short rested recently, so it's not like yeah. she we gain anything from that, but uh uh, I could get Has a spell been... slot back, but... Uh, you can only do that once per long rest. Uh, okay, well, chill. Which you've already used that on your previous short rest, yeah. so... That's fine. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah. Over, over the course of, like, all of this, people can take another short rest if they want to. I don't think anything's happened dr- since the last short rest that you would no, benefit. No, the short rest was, like, 15 minutes ago. Yeah, it was not long ago. Um, there is one thing that Exley wants to do, like, if everyone else is sort of going off on their own. Yeah. Um, Exley, on hearing Conrad uh, mention that my zombie and skeleton friends are potentially, you know, more have more of an intimidatory factor than semi-visible servants with no weapons. Uh, he is going to take uh, eight aside and just sort of essentially try and coach him in how to put on a war face. <laughs> I would also like to point out they'd still be wearing everything that Beatrice put them in in the car. Yes, they are in fancy clothes. <laughs> image. They're yeah. Clothing. I see. One or two, one hat. He's got a wig on. Mm. Essentially, Exley, the person who can't do expressions, is trying to coach a zombie who also can't do expressions how to put on an expression. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Is what I want Exley to be doing for the next hour. Beatrice is is going to have like found a little corner to sit in, and we'll be watching whatever this is, and just be. Completely confused while she cleans and sharpens and <laughs> her daggers. All right. <laughs> um. So, uh, I do I do have a brief list of choices that Mordenkainen will eventually, uh, come up to you with Sevia, but we will deal with that uh probably between episodes. Oh, good. Um, but uh. Oh. In the meantime, is there anything else that people want to do? Not until food comes out. Yeah. Beatrice is just waiting for her turn in yeah. the bath. Yeah. Yeah. So Con- Conrad, um, yeah, the, the bathroom is just just as beautifully uh, designed <laughs> as the rest of the mansion. Um, and it's it's not overly, like, large, not excessive, yeah, uh, not like not like back home in but, Serata. But yeah. Yes, but it is it is big baths there. Very much uh, a facility that you can get into and get comfortable and clean yourself properly. 
Yeah, and also there's hot water, I assume. Yes. Which has been very rare. Hot running water. So he is very yes. pleased. Um, and he'll probably have a much longer bath than he normally tends to. And he kind of like will come out like very pink because it's like had such a long hot bath because his back is still super sore from like the day before. The wheelbarrow. Yeah, for like two hours, three hours, or whatever. So he kind of comes out looking very boneless, um, and just kind of like looks more cheerful. Um, and then like um, he kind of like uh, I assume there's like a couch nearby or something. He kind of like like looks at like one of the daggers or something he's probably he probably normally would take to like um start cleaning or whatever he just like um instead just like flops it on the couch then flops himself down on the couch and like stretches out like <sighs> and then he's like oh bath is free next person actual okay. hot running water Sylvia yeah. goes <laughs> in to have a bath and finally gets to clean herself of all the blood on her neck yeah. properly <laughs> yeah it's been nearly 36 hours oh gosh yes Yep. Yeah, I think Fall's just been looking like quite embarrassed and then quite stressed yes. and then like annoyed and just like alternating between that and then probably just goes awkwardly like um I will go and do some stretches in a corner and wait. Alright. Um so yeah, eventually everyone deals with uh their various things and food is uh brought out. Um what what does uh yeah, what does everyone's what what was uh divine from everyone's mind as their their favorite meal uh, i've been frantically googling and i've decided that all that comes for fall is like a huge bowl full of gelato <laughs> it's just ice cream <laughs> okay but and he's like you, you notice that like it is like it is a large, like, al almost one of those kind of, like, a pasta bowl kind of thing <laughs> with several different scoops of gelato of different flavours, <laughs> almost as if it's, like, a, a proper meal. So cool. <laughs> it's just, like, blown away. It's like, what? Yeah. I only ever got, like, one bite of that once and it was amazing. Hello. <gasps> uh -huh. Sevia's would be a bowl of rice with eggs and bacon in it, but the eggs and bacon are in the shape of a smiley face. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Wow. And she just looks like, like kind of touched by that. Yeah. Uh, Beatrice's would just be some kind of hearty sort of roast uh, meal with lots of potatoes on the side. Okay. Yeah. And um, I suppose, like, I don't think it would be a regional thing, but Conrad has seen something similar to gelato um, before, either for shaped ice or something, so he looks like quite huh and then he looks very delighted because his will be huge, huge bowl of, like, fantasy pasta with like <laughs> lot like really like obviously it's obviously been like um 
God, I don't know the term, like hand kneaded sort of like pasta and like mm-hmm. lots of like uh, fish and like um, different meats and like lots and lots of like tomatoes and like vegetables and like so like it's big, big bowl. <laughs> um, and um, he just looks absolutely delighted. Like it's probably the happiest you have ever seen him like at all. <laughs> um, and he just, he just like, um, Again, goes quite uh, like looks very baby, <laughs> very wide-eyed. Um, instead of like his usual edgelord, scaly type stuff, um, and he just looks absolutely delighted. He's like, "My word, mm, magic! Wow, wow, <laughs> incredible!" <laughs> Exley, do you think that anything would come out for you? Exley has never had food before. So, well, he has had a single nut. (laughs) So probably just a bowl of bland nuts. And not like an assortment of nuts. It would just be the one nut that he was given. Okay. Um, Yeah, uh, Esmeralda's is like kind of... Uh, campfire styled meat with uh, like potatoes uh, and nuts and various uh, forage berries. Um, Mordenkainen's is like uh, this elaborately roasted fish that you don't really recognize as being any uh, particular one that would be found here. Uh, I mean, it's a bit hard to tell when it's been cooked, but um, there. It doesn't look like any of the the kind of, like, cooked fish styles that you would immediately think of. Nothing from the docks. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. With, with, of course, uh, the appropriate sides. Yeah. Excellent. Wine, obviously. White wine. Red wine, maybe. I don't know. Are there drinks as well? Oh, yeah. If fish, then it uh, has to yeah. be white wine. Oh, but maybe it depends yeah. on the fish, though. True. This is fantasy. <laughs> Weird fantasy. Other fantasy point. fish. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Fantasy wine. Could be green wine. We don't know. Yeah, like. true. That's it. Sparkles mm. in it. Um. Yeah, so, you, yeah, you, you all have, like, appropriate beverages to go with it. Um, Goodness. Incredible. And not poisoned, most likely. Not at all. Kyrie <laughs> uh, <laughs> will do a precursory poisoning check. I don't know what that would be. He just like, fall, suspicious. try some. <laughs> <laughs> fall, would you like some? <laughs> try some. Yeah, uh, uh, sure. Roll, roll, roll me an intelligence check if you want to. Oh, Okay. Um, to check for poison. Uh, so twenty-one. <laughs> twenty-one. There, there is, there is no discernible sign of poison. I imagine that it would be, it would be in, be in some sense, just be like, is my tongue immediately burning? Do I suddenly mm. feel any other symptoms? He just like, yeah. No, it's good, good, mm. and incredible. And the, yeah, and the moment you start eating it, it is like at the perfect temperature. Um, for optimal consumption. Oh. 
I'm so upset this guy's mean to fall because this is the best day we've had in a while. <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah, I was kind of mean to him too. Yeah. But also, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't all that mean to it. To, no. to him, <laughs> it was just. It, it was just. It was just like I'm a sensitive soul. <laughs> yeah, Paul's a sensitive. It basically was just think before you speak. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Paul, <laughs> what is that that you have there? Is that uh, like a like flavored ice? Yes, it is. I, oh. I remember I, I had a bite of it once. One of the troop members managed to get up enough money to buy some, and I got one taste of it, and now I've got this whole bowl. Goodness. It's so good. Yes, an entire bowl. Novel. And different flavors, too. Yes, quite a lot of different flavors. Oh, excellent. It's quite nice. Reminds me of my childhood. Wonderful. It looks so good. I mean, well, most of the food looks good. Goodness. Yes. Uh, what does everyone else have? Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Interesting nice. bowl of nuts there. 42. This is all I have consumed. <laughs> is it for the texture? I you prefer it. No, this is all I have consumed since I was created. This is the only food source that I know. Do you want to try my uh, gelato? If it would be acceptable, I would love to change my form to see if I may taste. It would uh, make sense, I suppose. Sure. Okay. You can try a bit of mine, too. Mine? Yes, and some of mine. Depending on what your form is, I suppose, you might not like some of these things. We shall see. And Exley is going to sort of concentrate a little bit, um, place his hand on his side where his staff is sort of encrusted into his body. Uh, and use that as a focus as he thinks of a time when a little while ago, just before the rebellion happened, he was just sort of wandering through town and a stray, scruffy-looking brown dog came up to him and, and, uh, and peed on his leg. <laughs> and he's going to channel that energy and remember the stain that is very rusty on his foot uh, and will attempt to turn into just a brown, scruffy-looking mutt. Sweet boy. My word. Does it work? Is he um, a dog now? Yeah, he is, he's a dog yeah. now. Beatrice will pull off a chunk of meat and and sort of push it towards the dog. <laughs> and for the podcast viewers, Mitch has just done a dog impression. I don't know how to dog. Excited <laughs> dog face. <laughs> yes. I will, um, uh, I'm happy to improv a lot of things, but yeah. I, I haven't done dog before. But actually, um, you 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 take and you take, take this meat in your mouth, and it tastes like a 
of meat. Like you can, you can feel the sensation of taste. My tail goes absolutely <laughs> nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Conrad looks like quite delighted that you're a dog, but also a little bit sad. Um, uh, but he looks very interested regardless. Um, wow. having the best time. I think he <laughs> likes it. Mm. Oh, look at him. Well, I'll, I'll put the, I'll put the, um, the gelato onto the bowl with the nuts. Um, Exley is going to very excitedly lick up some of that. And if he likes the taste, he's going to lick so much that he goes like all cross-eyed. He gets a brain freeze. <laughs> <and he> like, <laughs> and then stops for a bit and the tail keeps going and he goes for more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Sevia is going to give him a bit of like rice and when tries to get like a good bit of like yolk and bacon on it as well and puts it on. I'm assuming there are many forks, so she's going to put yeah. it on a different fork for Exley. Yep. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Please wander up very <laughs> excitedly. Um, and yeah, he's just going to take the whole fork <laughs> in his little mouth. Incredible. And I guess Conrad will get like a someone a bowl. If there's an empty bowl, just someone else's bowl. He'll just grab theirs and just um like pick out with his fingers. I guess a lot of like uh, fish and meat and crap, and um pop it into a bowl. And then he'll kind of like slide out of his chair and then kind of like uh, crouch down and hold out the bowl for him. I guess. Yeah, he'll he'll wander over. He'll go for he'll it. Head hot, excellent. After all these meals, like oh. all these samples. I'm sorry, for one uh, quick moment. Can yeah. I pat him? <laughs> you, you can, you can Certainly try. do that if you wish to. So uh, while he's watching, and again, he looks quite fond, I guess, he will then pat Exley on the, on like, give him a little scruff on the head. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Cautiously. Exley, yeah, he'll sort of stop and tense up a little bit because oh. this is weird but then he'll kind of lean into it a bit and then he'll start to like it and he'll keep eating and then he's like pushing into your hand and then the foot starts going as well. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, Again, Conrad looks very delighted. <laughs> as soon as you're finished with the pasta, um, one of the servants appears with a uh, cartoonishly sized, perfectly cut raw steak. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> my tail could decapitate someone. <laughs> Just take someone's kneecaps out. Right. That's the other thing. I'm like below kneecap, like knee height as well. Like I'm not yeah. a big dog. I'm just a yeah, small yeah, brown boy. Tail, tail can still probably take out a shin. Oh yeah. yeah. Like it'll, it'll go. It's going at velocity. So, uh, after the shenanigans of dinner, uh, <laughs> uh, Kynan, uh, speaks to you all. Uh, you are welcome to rest here for the night. Just be warned, uh, you will be shunted out in the morning, a little after, uh, a little after sunrise when the spell expires. Okay. 
if you are awake and ready earlier, then you may uh, exit prior to that. But if you sleep in or decide uh, not to depart uh, before the spell expires, then you will be shunted out. Will that be painful? Not at all. Okay. I'd say we have to get up early then. Yes. I, I generally cast a spell at around uh, nine o'clock of a morning. So as long as you are up and out by then, then you won't have the uh, rude shock. Excellent. Well, we are all used to rising early, after all. Yes, and I believe, uh, I don't know if we discussed it, but if we are going to make it to the Amber Temple in the next few days, I do believe we have to set off quite early in order to do so. Yes, that As will I be prudent. So I said before, beds are accessible between the abjuration and enchantment uh, pieces. Wonderful. Thank you. I bid you a good night. And you see him uh, go off uh, through the door between the uh, enchantment and divination. Uh, mm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting chap. Yes. Not a lot of social skills. Very condescending. Yes. Oh, believe me, most wizards of that power level are like that. In fact, a lot of wizards not of his power level. <laughs> like most people I go to uni with. <laughs> anyway, I just think of anyone in any kind of power, really. So we are still going to Ember Temple, right the way? I think it might be worth a trip to Valaki to see those elves first. I think that too. I think yes. we'll, we'll probably need to go past on our way anyway. Good. How far is Valaki from here? Shouldn't be too far. Um, it's uh, prob probably... Well, you got, you went there from, uh, you got there from, you went there, uh... Yeah, I ran there in Ismarca there, before. right? Ah. That's right. Yes. It's probably about as far from, uh, from the, from, uh, the, from, uh, Probably about as far from Van Richten's tower uh, as this place is. So, basically, double double the length of the trip to the tower. Well, I suppose we got to we got a meal out of this and uh, running actual running water and um, a place to stay for the night, pre presumably. So that's um useful here if not much else and nextly is Nexley still a dog or is he yes. a robot he's still 100 percent still a dog i'm still giving him a pet i still pet him it sounds <laughs> like sevia's gotten uh gotten some new knowledge yeah 
Yes. Um, well, you know, always good to have more. <laughs> Magic, well, yes. I don't like the idea of being shunted out of here, so I'm going to get an early rest. Yes, I think we all should um retire early. Um, it's been an interesting day. Yes. Ah. Uh, so I guess let's, uh, retire? Yes. 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 Where did he say the bedrooms were again? Just, just over there. Under the, what windows were they under? Uh, so it was between abjuration and enchantment. <laughs> just between abjuration and enchantment. Okay. Good impression. Yes. <laughs> yes, no, um, do you know what all these all these things there, the different schools of magic, aren't they? There's conjuring and then there's uh evocation and then abjuration and she's just gonna yeah. as we walk towards the room, she's just gonna rattle off all of them. Yeah. Okay. And I'm assuming no one listens, but she is going to do, like, PowerPoint notes about what each of them is. Be Beatrice will sort of interject and just be like, uh, the ones above, they're uh, representative of different uh, planes. Yes! Oh, like, we're here now on a different plane. plane. Yes. Yes, so that would be area... So the sh so the inner planes like the Shadowfell and the Feywild and the Elemental Chaos yeah. aren't represented, but okay. the outer planes like the Nine Hells, Blessed Fields of Elysium, yeah. uh, all of that, yeah, yeah, are represented. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And so you each uh, go through and down a corridor to find uh, separate rooms. Uh, each of them are quite luxuriously equipped, uh, and uh, you you take a rest, take take your rest, and that is where we're going to finish for this week. Excellent. Yes. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for Thank listening. You very very much. Much. See you next week. This has been a relatively Hopefully. relaxing episode. That's the like party. the most fun we've had. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> to be glued. So we'll leave you next episode. Uh, we'll leave you to the yeah. image of Exley yeah. going to sleep as a little dog curled up on yeah. a giant bed. He still has Actually. the bone from the raw steak as well. That's so cute. Oh. I feel bench. like Exley would have gone in with like Conrad and is like curled up on the end oh. of Conrad's bed. Absolutely. Conrad looks very delighted about this. That's and so then cute. like I, th I think it'd be like two hours yep. or an hour and a half in just <laughs> amazing anyway thank you for listening everyone. Yes. thank you for listening see you next week Goodbye.